Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Hey there, sunshine. Welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel, and we're absolutely head over heels for whole plant foods and helping you navigate this incredible plant-based journey. That's because our lives have been completely changed by plant-based goodness. We used to struggle every day with excess pounds and low energy, vascular disease, joint pain, and lack of sleep, just to name a few. And even though we're medical professionals, we still weren't getting practical answers that actually worked. So we dug into the research, we started Hello, living and what back we learned, and now we both have our lives back. And, to and really that's what we want for you, want for you too. The truth is you can do this, and it's not hard. You just need a way that will Welcome bring real back. and lasting change. And that path, it has to be simple and enjoyable, and it's got to be delicious, too. So are you ready to live your here. life to the fullest? Having, then you're in the right place because living without limits, that's what Power on Plants is all about. So pull up your chair, grab a matcha latte, and let's get started. Hey there, Sunshine. We are back today with key number four for how to energize so you can thrive in your personal and professional life. And that is what it's all about, right? We just want to feel good. We want to be strong enough to feel like doing the things we want to do in our personal and professional life. This is about thriving in life, not just surviving every day. You know, that was my story so long ago. I was barely was. surviving. And you weren't, I wouldn't say you were to the barely surviving point but you just didn't feel good and you now, thought it was your age <laughs> well and because it happens over time you don't realize how bad you feel until you feel good you that's just think true. that's normal and i remember even probably in the last episode or two talking about how when i ate a big meal previously and you had that that lull and the heavy feeling of oh, i need to go lay down and rest to digest that that was a good sign that that meant I had a great meal, but no, right. it was the exact opposite. Yeah. And now that I'm on this side of things and my food energizes me, I don't have that anymore. No. Even on the occasional times when I may overindulge in stuff myself because something tastes so good and then I go back and get seconds, eat it, and then realize, uh-oh, I'm I a little full, a little too much. You still I, don't I, get tired. No, I don't get that that mm -hmm. tiredness, that that crash. It's because the I things you're full. indulging in are still good for you, though. And they don't weigh me down. They right. don't create that sludge feeling, that sludge blood and the foggy brain and all that stuff. We know that goes on with meals that yeah. are really high in the oils and the fats. Absolutely. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. The animal oils and the, the processed oils and fats. Yeah, that's a big difference. There's a big difference because oil is not an oil. Fat is not a fat. Now, I'm not talking about pressed out oil here, but just fats in general. A fat is not a fat. 
protein is not a protein and a carb is not a carb. In other words, they're not all created equal. Your body was created to be able to digest and process well the carbs and the proteins and the fats and things that are in the whole plant foods. And that is why we find again and again research backing this up that these are the foods that you thrive on so today we're talking about key number four how to balance your plate so that you avoid nutrient deficiencies eating whole food plant-based now if you have not yet listened to keys number one two and three i want you to go back right now and press episode number 179. Start there because these build on each other. These are the keys in order that we take people through and we want to take you through them here today because this is where you need to start so that you can be successful long term with this way of living. And that's what we're about. You know, this isn't about just getting some results. You've got to get to the root cause of the issues that you're having so you can heal from the inside out so you can finally feel good and have it last. You know, you don't want to just lose 50 pounds in a way that you hate that makes you hangry. And then what's going to happen? You're just going to go nuts on the foods you've denied yourself for so long and gain it all back or worse. And what I hear in my mind right now, thinking of that scenario, is the loser tune on a game show, that womp, 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 womp. It's all us, see, the feeling that it, you have. We've heard it. Yeah. And like you said, many times more pounds come back than what you initially started with. And it's just, it's not the sustainable way to do it. It's not the best way. When it's not really fair and right that we've been taught that that's the best way, you know, as a society being taught, you need to count calories. You have to do that. You have to count portions. You have to keep up with grams of this and that. And it will drive you insane so much so that it can harm your relationships and cause poor body image and all other sorts of anxiety that you just don't need and that just are not necessary. So we want to help you free yourself from those things. So what do you do in order to balance your plate? And we're going to share five ways that you can do just that. First, you have to learn how to eat a wide variety of the five power foods. We used to call those the five foundational foods, which I think they are foundational. It still applies. It's, it's still foundation. a great name. Well, but And I like the name foundational because I, with the foundational, I think of the food pyramid that we grew up hearing was foundational. We grew up hearing the food pyramid was the foundational way to eat. You eat this as your foundation, then this, then this, and this. But it was so messed up. And so we want to revamp the food pyramid for you, if you will. That's what we're doing with the five power foods. Like, what should the food pyramid really look like? And this is that you need to get these five power foods. This is your foundation for your plate. And it's the fruits and veggies, the whole grains, nuts, seeds, and legumes. And then, of course, you know, my bonus category. I love bonuses. It's number six, herbs and spices because your food has got to taste good. You would never, ever put a slab of meat on your plate when you ate the old way without getting seasonings on it, right? The herbs, the spices, the sauces. I don't know anybody no, who would do that. I'm sitting here trying to think. think of we, time we've you mentioned do just doing plain chicken breast, but have we ever just boiled a piece of steak? Mm-mm. I don't think we ever did. Because or thrown we, it on a grill without any kind of salt, pepper, or marinade or something no, on it. not usually, but Mm-mm. I'm just thinking even just like a boiled steak, that would be nasty. That's gross. Uh, I mean, but yeah. people, but, 
but you come to this way of living <laughs> yes. and you think that's going to work. I'm just going to throw some raw veggies in my bowl and I'm going to like it. And, or maybe boil some some squash or right, some in zucchini water. Mm-hmm. in plain water. Throw it on my plate and go, mmm, this is this delicious. Is so no, good. never. Never yeah. would you do that. No, you wouldn't. And absolutely down the road, you may be able to eat more plain and more simple. And it's going to taste amazing to you because what we've learned and what our clients have learned over time, and, and they tell us this, is that sometimes you don't need those things anymore because you start loving the flavors of the foods. You can actually perceive taste yes. that you didn't you know were there. You actually start sensing them mm-hmm. when you didn't before. And your body starts having different cravings, too, which we'll get into in a few minutes. And the cravings are very different. It's not the kind of cravings you were used to before. So the first point being, you've got to get these five foundational foods or these five power foods because they're going to give you power. They're going to energize you. And that's what this is all about. So you want to look at variety within these categories, right? You don't want to just have fruits. Or just have vegetables or only eat potatoes. Yeah, I love a good potato. Don't get me wrong. But like you don't want to just eat potatoes your entire life. You want to vary it up because we're all blessed. If you're listening to this podcast, odds are you're blessed enough to be able to go out and choose from these different categories. And let me just tell you, if plant-based is boring or it's difficult, there's something that you need to figure out. There's a key you haven't grasped yet. And if it doesn't taste good, I would say the same thing. You know, there's something that you haven't understood because there is so much variety here, way more than you would ever get in meats, way more than you'd ever get with dairy. There's so many different ways to make things creamy and rich. But just in these categories alone to balance your plate, you think about all the different legumes. Okay, so let's just say beans. We're not even to lentils or peas or just regular beans. There's so many beans. Like you've got pinto beans and cranberry beans and navy beans and you name some more. Great Northern. (laughs) You didn't know Um, I was going to do this. Um, Black beans. You have. Well, no, that's peas. I was going to say crowder peas. You're going to peas. peas. There's so Um, many beans. I mean, we could just keep going on and on. Lime and and beans. Well, that's just in your typical grocery store aisle, too. Right. If you go online, I know there are going to be varieties we've never heard of before. Oh, yeah. We're trying some that we had never heard of before. I mean, we always ate pinto beans, but we didn't order cranberry beans. And it's a little bit different. They're a little creamier. They're absolutely delicious. Try some of these different varieties. This is the point here because each one of these things is going to have a little bit different nutrient profile. And so by varying things up, you're going to optimize the nutrition on your plate and that's going into your body. So you want to get variety within the beans that now you could do peas. You could do green peas, crowder peas, like Jared's saying, black eyed peas, lentils. You got beluga lentils, green lentils, all kinds of different lentils we could go into. I mean, I can't name all of them right now because y'all will be like, okay, come on, just give that to me in a handout or something. But really, just start looking up various types of peas, various types of lentils. You can get so many, so many of them you can just get pre-bought. You can buy them in the can or already pre-made for you. Many times you can find them fresh at your farmer's market in a bag and you can just bring them home and cook them up. It takes a lot less time to cook up the fresh variety. You can eat them dried, which is better. Yes. Okay. All of them. Eat all the different kinds, whatever works for you. You know what's better? It's the ones you're going to eat the most and enjoy the most. So you might eat 
the canned ones the most because you're in a hurry a lot. So you already have them pre-cooked. Or you might eat the ones most that you have cooked in your pressure cooker yesterday. And so you're going to portion those out and freeze them because it's easy to grab those and prepare stuff. And then there's still going to be some in your refrigerator for that week. And so you're going to eat those most because they taste better to you than the canned ones. We're all different. Well, and also, too, the availability may be different because there may be certain ones that you can find in the freezer section Mm -hmm. versus in a can or versus dried. So don't get too, too hung up on what specific way that you get it, dried versus Mm -hmm. canned versus frozen. So you want to eat a variety within each category, but you want to make sure you're not just eating from one category either. So don't just eat beans or just eat greens. You want to be getting your greens every day, getting your grains every day, your fruits, vegetables, and nuts and seeds, and legumes. You want to get some from all of those categories every day. You know, sometimes whenever I hear that people say that they failed either being vegan or whole food plant-based, when they really start to tell their story and what they were eating, they had that whole plate way, way out of balance. There's some guy on YouTube, I don't even remember his name, but I remember him saying something about eating 30 bananas a day. True, that's vegan, but you've got your your proportions way, way out of balance. (laughs) And there's really no way that you can sustain that. Yeah. And to have... And you're not going to feel your best either. I'll have to put that in. You know, if you're just eating that one thing, you're not going to get that balance of nutrition that you need. I just don't know that I could even physically eat that many bananas. I don't know how he did that. <laughs> no, me either. But no, after about the bananas, second day, I'd say, I, I got to get me done. some beans and rice or something. Potatoes. I, you know, this is out of balance. <laughs> greens. You know, I even crave greens now. I love greens so much, and we get those into so many things. But this is another easy way you can do that. This is point number two. Focus on colors on your plate. I want you to start, yes. you know, Grandma knew what she was talking about when she said, eat the rainbow, eat the rainbow. You've got to be able to think about and start looking at what am I eating on a regular basis? And odds are there are certain colors that you eat more of than others. Are you getting dark leafy greens or are you just getting the light little iceberg lettuce? You know, and, that, and we're not hating on iceberg no, because there are iceberg. nutrients. It's a myth that there yes. are no nutrients in iceberg. Right. Love and the iceberg. And it's a very appropriate lettuce at times. We do get it for our salads Love where it. we want good crunch, crunch. but that's okay. not the only leafy available out there. Right. So vary those up. You want to vary those up within that category. But focus on the colors. Look at the colors you're not getting. And that leads me to point number three to balancing your plate. And that is you can keep a simple food journal. Notice I said simple. I do not want you to think of this as a chore. It is not a chore. You just simply jot down what you ate and move on. You don't worry about grams or carbs or any of that. You just jot it down. And at the end of the day and at the end of the next day, you might do it over like three days. And you look at what am I eating a lot of? within each category and what's missing within each category of the five power foods. You know, so look at, am I getting my whole grains? What whole grains am I eating? So first you ask, am I getting things in this category on a regular basis? And then am I getting the same thing or am I varying it up within the category? You see what I did there? Uh, Yes. Yeah. So that's what you want to do within each category as you look at it. And then number two, you want to look at what colors does this entail? So you could write down, jot down the colors besides, beside it. And if you're missing purples, if you're missing dark leafy greens, 
You want to find the ways to get those in that are simple, that taste good, and that are enjoyable. So that is tip number three is start keeping a very simple food journal every once in a while. It's not something you have to do every day. Keep it simple, sister. Tip number four, be sure you're eating enough calories. Now, this is the thing. If you're eating whole food plant-based and you feel hungry, you probably are. You probably are. And why is that? Why is that? That's because you're eating the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet, but they're also naturally the lowest calorie foods. But also high in fiber. Yes. Yes. And so that will keep you full, but if you're not getting enough of it, if you're used to a certain quantity of food that's high in calories, and now you're matching that same thing with whole plant foods, you may not get enough and you may feel hungry. Right. You could even potentially feel a little downturn in your energy. But the good news is you have permission to now eat more food. Eat more food. Eat more of what you love. Yeah. And does that mean you should go crazy on everything within the whole food plant-based categories? No. But what a lot of people do is they come into this way of eating and they start making little side salads as their main meal. And that might make it a little bit bigger. But then like I told y'all in a previous episode about this woman I met in the store and she was so hangry. She's just talking about how I've just eaten a salad for lunch. She saw somebody else had something really good looking and she was asking him about it because she thought it was mac and cheese. And all she could think about is her little measly salad that she had for lunch. And I said, you need to learn how to make a stick to your rib salad. You would absolutely love that. What the takeaway is, is you want to be able to make sure you're getting enough calories. And that includes things like getting the stick to your ribs food. So a lot of people will start just making salads and just throw in the lettuce, maybe a little fruit, maybe some veg, and that's it. Where's the whole grain? You know, why aren't you putting potatoes or quinoa or um, rice? Or, or nuts even. Yeah, like adding some we'll nuts some to your salad. We'll put some toasted pecans in the salad mm-hmm. or some toasted cashews. Avocado. Avocado. Mm -hmm. Things like that. So things that are going to fill you up, but also include some calories. Don't be afraid of nuts. You know, unless you know that you have a problem like an allergy to nuts or something like that, research has shown that nuts can be beneficial. Now, you don't want to go overboard. We do have quite a few recipes that use cashews, but we teach our members and our clients how do you sub some of those things out. So if you're eating a lot of those and those are your favorite dressings or your favorite recipes, how do you do that? And there are many things that you can do to sub that. But we're talking about here. Make sure you're eating enough because some people do get hungry and feel a little weak in the beginning because they're not eating enough volume. So some people do feel a little bit weak because they're not eating enough food when they start whole food plant-based living because they're not getting the more calorie-dense whole plant foods, which you absolutely need to fill you up so that you'll feel satisfied and happy with this way of living. We're made to enjoy those starches, those natural fats that are in whole plant foods. And there's plenty of them in there and protein, by the way, plenty of it in your whole plant foods without having to worry, am I eating the high protein foods? You know, unless you're a major athlete or something like that where you need extra protein, odds are you're getting enough. There is a name for protein deficiency. Most people don't know it. Why is that? Because it's pretty much non-existent. We don't right? ever see it. <laughs> we don't ever see it. Do you remember the name? Are you having fun and getting some helpful tips today? 
then please leave mom and dad a review because they love getting to know you more. Friend, we hope you're enjoying this episode as much as we love sharing it with you. It's our prayer that it's inspiring you and filling you with hope. If so, would you stop right now and share this podcast with another woman who's been praying for a health breakthrough? It would be a huge blessing to us if you'd take a few seconds to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts too. And now, back to the episode. Kwashiorkor? That's it. You pronounced it correctly. Good job. I got it. (laughs) This nurse knows a little thing or two. She knows a lot of thing or two. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, these are such important things, and it may not sound like a big deal, but you really need to understand that when you start eating this way, you've got to make those changes so that your salad, your side salad, down becomes a main salad. It fills you up. It makes you feel amazing, and you enjoy it. I mean, tonight we're having a salad. I'm doing some arugula and a bed of greens, and then I'm going to put some quinoa, cooked quinoa that took me like one minute to make in the Instant Pot once the Instant Pot was up to heat, right? And so I've got the quinoa, and then I'm going to do my ranch dressing from the Power and Plants cookbook, and I'm going to add a little bit extra dill to it. Actually, I'm going to do the garlic ranch because I love, love, love raw garlic. So I'm going to do that one from the Power and Plants cookbook, and then I'm going to put some strained black beans and some corn And I'm probably going to put some carrots and some cucumber. All right. So I'm making like this big salad bowl, but it has grains and beans and a creamy dressing that has some nuts in it. So I'm doing that instead of throwing a couple of seeds or nuts on top of my salad. But you could do that as well. Always you want to make it stick to your ribs to make sure you're getting enough calories. You know, it seems kind of foreign to us, doesn't it? Because back in the olden days, back when we were not eating whole food plant-based, right? We'd go to a fast food restaurant and get a biggie size meal. And then what would always happen? Now, to which one of us? All of us. All of us. Because I know for me, I would go back and biggie size 2.0. I don't think I didn't want a 2.0 it. Don't think. Because you get a biggie it's size. It's been a while. I don't remember if you did. Yeah. And but you I, I remember some of the other kids, you know, some of our older kids. They all wanted to go yeah, back. They were Everybody so Everybody wanted to go back. So listen, if you want to go back after the biggie meal, not your fault. There are craveability experts. We've talked about this before. That is their actual title. There, there are job positions within fast food industry and product-based businesses where they hire craveability experts to have Add the ingredients that make you crave the things and bring you back for more. So when you eat this biggie size meal, you're getting a large looking meal, but it's nutrient deficient. And so your body is still saying, I'm hungry. Because you are. Because you are. Because you haven't given it the nutrients it needs. Now she's interpreting right there. So when you hear, <laughs> that's, I'm hungry, feed me. And the thing that you were saying is that the irony is, is to that one biggie meal, I was probably getting my daily 2,000 Cal- calories. calories. Yeah. And yet I was oh, still yeah. hungry. Because my body's saying, uh, Jerry, we got some calories here, but we're missing some nutrients. You know, back the truck up. Mm-hmm. Let's get another, uh, you know, something in us. And of course, you know, we're in the biggie size restaurant here. And so what do mm-hmm. I do? I go do another biggie size meal mm-hmm. and my body's still deficient. But by then, and it's weird because there were times that even after that second one, I would still feel hungry, you know, in my mind, but my stomach was full. I mean, I really couldn't fit any more food in it, but I still had this sense of I was hungry. I firmly believe that it was my body saying, 
look, there's still some stuff we're looking for here, guy. And we do not have it. Yeah. Yeah. We want it. Right. And you just weren't satisfied. You were never satisfied. So that leads to always thinking about the next meal. And it's like our friend Brenda says, you get food freedom. You get released from that crazy. That's why I was saying at the beginning of the episode, you don't have the craveability that you used to have because you're eating the right things now. Your body is getting the nutrients it needs. They're more nutrient-dense things. And so you'll find that you're not craving things after the meal is done. You feel satisfied. You're energized. And therefore, you find yourself saying, well, I feel good. Well, I'm not aching anymore. And these, these are things my, our clients say all the time. My neck pain, 9 out of 10, is gone. You know, I don't deal with irritable bowel symptoms anymore. I haven't had any rheumatoid symptoms, even though I have been diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis since I started going through this journey with you guys a year ago. I love hearing our clients tell us these things. This is the reality of eating this way. You know, my heart disease is reversing. We just got contacted by a client of ours who had her one-year lab work drawn since she started working with us. A1C has come down. Cholesterol has kept coming down. I mean, she's well within normal range of everything. Her doctor's thrilled, and he's like, what are you doing? She's like, I've learned how to eat whole food plant-based in a way I actually enjoy. Look forward to it every day. Have a community that I'm in of like-minded individuals that are supporting me. And this has changed everything for me. These are the things that are realistic to happen. But if you can just learn these four keys that we've talked to you about so far, which are getting your mindset right, okay, getting rid of the myths that are holding you back, that are causing you to struggle because you believe things that just aren't true. Once you can learn those, you've got to learn how to get the right foods and get rid of the ones that are sabotaging your health. And how do you do that in a way that you're not craving those other foods we've got to learn to how to have the meals you love you've got to learn how to have those meals you love in a way that will love you back right that will heal your body from the inside out then we're talking about the environment where you go the people you're around all these different things that we talked about in the last episode that if you haven't heard it go back and listen to 181 the environment is huge because if your pantry well if your pantry looks like a frito-lay factory You can have the best of intentions, but you're going to fail right? if you have nothing but chips in your pantry and not a stitch of beans Mm -hmm. or greens in in your freezer or refrigerator, you're going to fail. So you have to set up your environment for your success. That is so true. And then what we've talked about today, key number four, how to properly balance your plate. These are just five of the simple ways to do that. There's many more, but I just want you to take one of these things that you thought, you know, I'm not doing that or I've never tried that before. And I know this would help me to gain momentum. We want you to start implementing one step at a time. So you start gaining that momentum you need. And when you can learn how to do all these things, it is going to start going better for you. You will be able to see your goals and dreams become real. We see it time and time and time again, and we experience it ourselves every single day. I wouldn't even dream of going back, not just because I feel so much better, although I do. Like, I would never want to go back to where I was 11 years ago, health-wise, how I felt. Oh, no. But... We love how we eat. We don't dream of eating that way. And it's not hard to resist those foods when we're out and about because we just know. We know that, you know, it lasts for a second and then it's gone and we know how it makes us feel. And we're not going to do that anymore. We've just we've made the choice because it's so much easier to do this 
and not dream about the other foods when you love the food you're already eating. I mean, you've got to have desserts. You got to have what I always say for me, the creamy, cheesy things. You we know, still have it. Yeah. For Jared, it's like the things that taste like home, the things that are associated with memories. So the Cajun type flavored foods or, um, you know, rice based dishes because he grew up on rice. I grew up on potatoes. We've talked about that before. Oh, right. Yeah. It's that it's the dual. But we have both. It's the rival. <laughs> Although I, I love both, so it's like it's the, not really a rival. It's like the Auburn, Alabama <laughs> rival of the plate, you know. It's like rice and potatoes. Except not as heated. <laughs> no fights have broken out in our home over potatoes or rice. <laughs> no, because we know how to enjoy them both, right? Exactly. Uh, so many different ways. Like, And there's not just one kind of potato or one kind of rice. Black rice, red rice, brown, short rice, long grain rice. Nashiki rice. <laughs> Um, jasmine rice you name it there are so many different kinds right and it's the same thing with potato white potato new potato you've got japanese sweet potatoes white sweet potatoes purple sweet potatoes do you eat those if you're missing purples when you go through your list get some purple sweet potatoes they are so good we could go on and on sister you've got the place to start when it comes to balancing your plate pick one thing and do it and before long one thing plus another thing, plus another thing that's simple, enjoyable, and that you find delicious and satisfying is going to lead you to the place you want to be where you feel great, you're energized, you're vibrant, and you're able to move forward in your personal life, in your professional life. You're able to grow your career. You're able to run around and chase your kids and enjoy your time at the park with them to fully enjoy the places that you visit too. Anything that you dream of, it's possible when your body's fueled well. It, well, exactly. And that's what I'm over here thinking is that you'll feel better, but what will that allow you to do? Because once you're feeling well, you're not just sitting on the couch wishing, I, I would love to be able to get up. Mm-hmm. What is it that feeling well will then allow you to do? What kind of life will that then allow you to live? That you can't live now, that you're being held back from now. What is it that you want to do right now? That you can't do, but you could do if you felt like it. And those are the things that start becoming possible one after the other, after the other, as you gain momentum in this amazing, healing, nutrient-dense way of living called whole plant foods. Now, if you think, I don't know where to start, I want you, again, just to pick one thing. But know that Jared and I are working on something behind the scenes. We're going to take you step by step by step, starting this January through how to walk through these different keys in your own life. What do you mean by that? Like what practically, what are the simple steps I need to take for that? And we're going to take you and walk you by the hand step by step through how to build a simple, enjoyable and delicious whole food plant-based lifestyle that you will love so much you'll never dream of cheat days and it'll allow your body to heal so that you can thrive in your personal and professional life we cannot wait to share that with you it's going on behind the scenes right now if you want to get on the wait list go to poweronplants.com forward slash energize now and look forward to hearing about that we're looking at a release date of about january 23rd 2023 And we cannot wait to share it with you. In the meantime, pick one thing from this episode and implement it. And you're just going to be that much farther ahead when we get started on January 23rd. Have a fantastic day, sister. And we will see you next time on Power on Plants.